0: yo welcome everyone once again to the we are gamer series my name is your host champ tone aka psychosis a gamer with a passion for jesus and gaming it is once again a true pleasure to grace your space this day today we're taking a break from our 1v1 series which has been so good up until now and we're we're going to do something a little different to start off the new year this is actually a bonus episode. This isn't going to be one of the the numbered episodes that we're doing. And alongside me we're doing a co-op. And as I have had many co-op sessions with many 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 times, let me introduce to you our partner today, Avant Garde. Welcome, Avant.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm uh I'm honored to be back on the show. <laughs>
0: That's awesome that sounds so cool to say that sounds so cool to hear, <laughs> <laughs> yes, you actually one of the first people we interviewed, and your episode is actually still one of the top three, which is awesome awesome so so this episode as we discuss we're we're going to talk about something outside of gaming, but it's just as important because without it, how can we continue to game something that has been actually become very relevant more so than it has in the past few years and Avante he's actually been a huge it's it's crazy a lot of people don't know this but in my life he's been such a huge proponent of living healthy and you know and there were times that I found it a little I don't know not annoying but it was more like you know, I, I saw his zeal for it. And I was like, man, this guy really, really is into health and stuff, you know. And me, as a person, I really wasn't so big into it. So, so, so Avante, if you could just give a little more background into, into a few of the things that you've talked about with, with your health and stuff like that. I know this, is ac- this isn't actually one of the questions, but I feel just as an introduction to what we're doing here.
1: Yeah, that's a that's a good question to start with. Um, a lot of my views on health mm. and a lot of the choices I've made have been influenced heavily by my father. Oh wow! Uh, my father, it got to, he got to a point where, and I don't know what really triggered this with him. But he, he got to a point in his life where he got very health conscious. He, he actually is an avid reader. And I remember being a young lad and seeing some <laughs> of the books he was reading.
0: A young lad, um, A young lady.
1: A uh, wee little lad. <laughs> and, and some of it seemed uh, pretty extreme. Um, mm. Now... I want to say that this now, if I was to go back and think about the materials I saw in the house mm-hmm. that was health related, mm. this is going back probably 22 to 24 years ago. Mm. Wow. Uh, and he was reading books on subjects that was very um, not meta with health. It was very off the beaten path that is very normal now. So he was reading books on like what it was to be a vegetarian and be a vegan at a time where that was not, it it was almost taboo to even talk about that stuff because it got such a bad rap back in the day that it it was deemed maybe even kind of like, I don't know, like, uh, uh, like kind of kooky. Like you gotta, you gotta be a little crazy to believe some of this stuff. So, you know, you're, you're kind of crazy and this is crazy information and this is bordering, you know, maybe even pseudoscience, depending on who you talk to. So mm-hmm. I did not hop on that trend with him right away. So uh while I, I am um, I find it interesting that you've uh, see that point of view of me and you've seen that side of me. Mm-hmm. You really haven't seen like the the back and forth that it's taken from me because I also at first was thinking it was kind of weird he was he was doing dried powdered vegetable uh like Mm -hmm. supplements and stuff that he would eat straight from the container and not like mix it with anything and like he he was doing stuff that just is weird it was weird at the time Mm -hmm. and you know nowadays people dry scoop uh pre-workout and that's like a thing you know that's like a badge of honor but like (laughs) really yeah it's like a badge of honor if you could if you could dry scoop pre work, oh, wow. you know it's like a. That sounds. you kind of like bro. a hazing. Yeah, it's terrible. Oh. And and so, um, and so that, but that influence on me started mm. manifesting later. It didn't happen 22, 23 years ago. It actually mm. maybe started happening more like 20 to 19 years ago. So it took a couple years of me not caring about mm. what what he was doing that's, and me doing my own thing before I started to. That's wild. Let it kind of like seep in and, and and give it a try.
0: Yeah, yeah. That's that's wild, man. All right, I'm. Let me just go with this first question, and this is gonna seem like such a, you know, it seems like such a simple question. And just for for everyone listening, so this is this isn't gonna be a back and forth where where I ask, he answers. This is actually I will answer after Avante answers because we're we're we we both have a good view on this now and i think i don't want to say we're in sync cuz i still believe that you have you have a better grasp on on health than i do i'm just starting to understand it because of because of the things that have come up in my life so you mm-hmm. know this this first question you know what was why do you feel that a healthy lifestyle is just so important to you like why why is it important to you because it always has been. I'll be honest. I, I've always felt that you've always you've always put an emphasis on it from as long as I've known you. And you've always, you know, where I'm the opposite. For a long time, I didn't have a healthy healthy lifestyle, and you would be like, Tone, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> you know, chugging down three two liter uh, bottles of soda a night. You know. Yeah. I never really understood your concern until. I was diagnosed with diabetes, you know what I mean? And Yeah. But what what is it? Why is it health, why is why is it so important to you? Like what was it that made it important to you?
1: I um I think I became aware of my 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 um invulnerability was wearing off early in my oh. youth so like so i was invincible i don't know if you know this but we're all <laughs> invincible going into high school like nothing can really hurt us we don't Yo, get hurt we don't get truth. sick that is the
0: truth <laughs> we could do truth. we could do some wild
1: things i have gone like, through
0: brick walls <laughs> slamming have, through cars i have punched reinforced glass yes <laughs> yes right through it you just scrape <laughs> off the glass, wash the blood off, yeah. and you're fine. You're like Wolverine regeneration in, like, two days, you know? Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, bro. Yeah, yeah. and,
1: and <laughs> you know, and I've never thought about what influenced me because, you know, I was very active young, and I know mm-hmm. you were active young, too. You were mm-hmm. out mm-hmm. wrestling and everything in backyards and in parks yeah. and stuff like that, and I, <laughs> and I was playing basketball, and it was mm-hmm. – it was basketball was a pretty good um, – uh, attention grabber for me i i, I, w- I want to say obsession but i i wasn't as obsessed as i could have been knowing how i am now i wasn't as obsessed with basketball as i could have been but i was in it enough to like annoy my mother with the basketball bouncing in the yard and stuff <laughs> and in the front so <laughs> so uh the so being active in that way and being able to run mm. basketball games all day was something that. I really like doing and uh and i think the beginning of me being being conscious of when i lost my invulnerability is when i hurt my knee in high school i I was a senior in high school and i and i tore my acl enough so that it affected my playing Mm -hmm. and and this is how i this is this is how you know i thought i was invincible I hurt my knee during an actual high school varsity basketball game. And it, to me, it felt like the way I jammed the finger or an ankle. My knee was jammed, right? Uh, you never really hear, hear that phrase, jam your knee, because knee injuries are pretty serious. So to me, I classified in my head, oh, I kind of jammed my knee. This feels like I jammed it, right? <laughs> and uh, and I, from that injury, I, I went to see the doctor. Mm. And he said, you know, I think he told you your ACL. He's doing, like, hand tests on me. And he's like... And he's like, your stability in your knee is gone unless you get this replaced. Yeah. There's a possibility it could be repaired maybe, but most likely it's completely gone. And I'm like, sure it is, Doc. Uh, I'll see you in a couple of weeks when we come back with the MRIs or whatever. So I played basketball with a what? torn ACL and my, oh my and my knee would give out. In fact, my very last game of mm. my high school career mm. uh, I had I had 21 points going into the third quarter it was the highest scoring game of my career at that point <laughs> what a and torn it g- ACL with a 20 ACL and it gave out on me one more time and I couldn't go uh, back in the game and that was uh, the last time I played yeah so as it as it turns out fast forward mm. it was a 20 ACL I, mm. I wanted to get it repaired because I felt like I still had more basketball in me so mm. so that so that story kind of builds and builds but that was the beginning of me realizing like You know Mm. what if, what if, like what if I went to the gym, what if I had access to a gym? What if I really took care of myself when I ran into that? And then that that just continued to morph into okay, what how how much does food like play a role in in Mm. like Mm. where I was going? Mm. So i I, just the idea of being cut short and feeling like I had more basketball to play, um really like drove that drove me in that direction to try to trust the healthy. Now Uh, just a side note. Wow, a health journey That's is nice. very humbling, and I, I want to hear your side of of your
0: humbling your version indeed. of what it means to be humble. Humbling, but humbling indeed.
1: Yes, but <laughs> and, and my my journey on mm-hmm. being humble with with health is even with all the suggestions I've given my friends over the years and stuff mm-hmm. and stuff that I would recommend to do. Mm-hmm. There was always a level where I was just not good enough yet. I still wasn't doing it good enough. Like I, I, every every stage of my health journey, um, I I would take two steps forward and maybe three steps back at different points in my life. So I can, so I weighed 265 pounds at one point in my life, you know, snacking on crackers and I figured that's fine. I can snack on crackers all night because it's mm-hmm. not junk food, but For me, that wasn't a that wasn't an accurate statement. So, the humbling experience for me is, oh, okay, I think I I have some knowledge of my health and the state of my body and the state of what I'm doing that's healthy. And then there's the reality of it. And then like it takes your body to tell you that no, you you're still doing this wrong and that wrong. Wow. You know. Um. But how about you? Like, what what is it about? your point of view now that has changed. Cause it sounds like that's what you were addressing slightly there. You kind of mm-hmm. touched on it a little bit that yeah, now you yeah. have your own, your own version of it and your own reasons of why you're paying attention to your health.
0: Well, it's interesting. Cause you mentioned, you mentioned how, you know, you tore your ACL and like, it's, it's interesting, right? It, it, it's almost like when things stop working, it's like, Oh, what, what happened that it stopped working Mm. when when the reality is that Mm. it stopped working because we weren't taking care of it right so for me for me it was more of because i was when i was young high school like you said i was invincible i was i was working out daily i was playing basketball all the time you know you you know about the backyard wrestling i was letting letting kids run and do drop kicks on me because they couldn't knock me down. My stance was just that strong. You you know what I mean? Like I was just this this five six well five seven dude, you know, average height, but I was built like a truck. And you know, no no steroids. You know, I, I never took supplements. I just ate a lot of rice and beans, but but I worked out a lot you know i worked out a lot and then as time went went on i felt like i could eat whatever i wanted eating mm. one and it, and it happened more so after i got married and moved out the house cuz now i can eat whatever i wanted instead of what my parents gave me you you know mm. what i mean like when when mm-hmm. you live with your parents you eat what they they make because you know unless you want to you want to go out and, and buy something but at the time, I was also young. I didn't have a, I didn't have well. I did work, but I didn't really have that much money. So you know. But then you start dating, and when you're dating, you tend to eat out more because you're 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 with your significant other, having a good time. And then you know, I got married relatively young, and I still thought I was invincible. This this was the fallacy. I still mm. thought I was invincible. Ate whatever I want. At one point. Like I said, I was drinking three two liter bottles of Pepsi, not diet Pepsi.
1: Right. Straight up, straight up regular, straight. Yep.
0: Yep. Straight up Pepsi. And it was ridiculous. Like I was just chugging them down. And, you know, some of the guys made comments about it that I just shook off to, yeah, you know, I could handle it. And the reality was my body couldn't. So I, I developed diabetes. All right. That was, uh, that was a uh, a life moment, you know. Li- life letting me know how fragile the b- human body really is. Did I listen? No, I did not listen. I didn't take care of myself. I didn't take care of myself for a long time. I would have spurts where I would start exercising. I would start eating right, but I never stuck with it. Mm. I never stuck with. It. I mean, there was there was one point I was working out hard, and Chan was. I remember one day, Chan. She's my wife. She, she, she actually told me she's like why don't you work out anymore it was nice you know it was nice seeing you like you're, you're getting, yo. she actually told me this and that's actually so that's when I started working out again after she said that but again I didn't stick with it I wasn't eating the way I should have mm-hmm. I was never eating the way I should and then you know with life and stress life and stress play a big role and you know it's it's important i I'm doing this because I didn't realize how important health was. I didn't. I was a young twenty year old dude up i'm forty two now i'm i am 42 now i am i am legally blind right now because I did not take care of my my body you know I did not take care of because at one point. I would say for the last three years, I I actually got to the point that I stopped taking my my diabetes medicine. I was just sick of it because I wasn't seeing improvement, but I wasn't seeing improvement because I was eating whatever I wanted, taking mm. these medicines. I wasn't even eating the way I should have been. Mm. You know what I mean? And people listening are probably like, oh, so you should have been eating what you should have been. And you know what? They're 100% right. I should have been eating. But how many times... And this is... when When... I had a a visiting nurse come when I had my surgery last year because because this all really started with with an episode of diabetic ketoacidosis and a sepsis infection, which nearly took me out. And I have I had a chunk of my inner thigh taken out, literally like a watermelon slice from the front of my thigh all the way around my inner thigh to my back. It was a 14 inch cut they cut in two inches deep and had to remove the muscle because the infection went septic and started to spread. So they closed it up. I had about eight surgeries because they had to keep cleaning out because the infection wouldn't die. It was crazy.
1: Mm, I remember that.
0: Yeah. So that, that was, that had to be another and talk about a major, you know, point where it's like, okay, um, how fragile is the human body? You know what I mean? Like. Mm. Yeah. And so that happened. And that was again, that was because I wasn't taking care of myself. I was not eating right. I was gaming. I was making friendships. You know what I mean? Things things were things were great, I thought. But I wasn't eating right. I just wasn't eating right. I was drinking whatever I wanted. You know, I was drinking regular soda like an idiot. I wasn't even drinking diet soda. I was drinking juice it was it it was it was horrible it was i was acting I was asking for this basically this this is i mean don't get me wrong this it this whole scenario is quite possibly the worst case scenario, but I thought it would never happen to me. Mm. I'm like, yeah, you know, it never gets that bad that's that's one thing I said that's one thing I would tell myself all the time it would never get that bad. You know, I won't I won't get into a situation where they might have to amputate me. No, I'm my sugars are okay. They're like in the mid two hundreds to three hundred, which is horrible by the way. If your sugars are that high, you know, that nothing good comes out of that because there's so much damage that's done mm. <laughs> to your body. And then, you know, now I have right now I have diabetic retinopathy and something Labeled as vitreous hemorrhaging. So my eyes are just constantly bleeding. And the blood is in the way of my vision. And the bleeding hasn't stopped. And this has been since... It it has been at least 10 months that I have been being treated for this condition. And mind you, right now, my blood sugars are actually controlled. I've actually changed my diet to the point where my blood sugars are consistent under 120. Even though over the holiday it was it was like one thirty one forty because you know my wife makes sour cream and bacon mashed potatoes and those are damn good and um, <laughs> you know what I mean so yeah yeah <laughs> but now my blood sugars are good they're under control I'm eating the way I'm supposed to be eating I'm taking my medication to where I'm supposed to be taking it and the reality is that y- the body. You our, our human bodies are not immortal. And you know, when we're young, we think we're invincible, we think we can do whatever. We want. You were playing freaking basketball on a torn ACL. Had brought you probably your best game, which is amazing. <laughs> that is so good. But yeah, it's just and and I just I really felt to do this, you know, like don't don't wait. Don't wait till you're at this point. You know, there's people listening. And, you know, I, this is to encourage you, it, don't, don't wait till it gets to the point that it's so bad. Mm. You you know what I mean? Like you've always lived a health, a healthy lifestyle, you know, rego- you, you tore your ACL. Yeah, that was a, and that's the thing. Our bodies, even, even if we're eating right and living right, things will still happen to our bodies. But when we're, when we're eating healthy and living right, our bodies are able to recover faster. Right. Our ables are ables are 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 able our bodies are able to just get on the mend so much fe- and i've seen that especially mm. this last year even with all these horrible things that are going on with me i cuz you know i got a laundry list of of issues that have cropped up since then but when i'm when i'm sick i'm not sick as long it's mm. interesting when i when i get cuts they don't take weeks to heal and get infected like they used to mm yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's that's one thing I've noticed. Like, I, I see it. I see it. But, yeah, it's definitely humbling. Like, not being able to play video games, you know, frustrates the heck out of me. I, I literally, and it's funny because I'll tell my friends that I'm legally blind. They're like, the first thing they say, especially if, if you know, they, they like my cousin and, you know, the guys we play games with, they're like, wait, can you still play games? And I tell them no. And they feel so bad. <laughs> Cause they understand. Yeah. They're like, they're like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And you know, it is it is what it is. It, it it has been. So that's why it's important to me, you know. I I want people to take it seriously. Take your health seriously. Because especially especially the people who game. Like it's so easy to just sit in front of a, a PC or console for hours Mm -hmm. lose track of time never stretch Mm -hmm. eat junk you know because i've done it i've i'm not saying anything that i haven't done same (laughs) you know what i mean and
1: i yeah and i'm not not judging anyone who's done that because i've done that
0: no absolutely you know what i mean this is more of a yeah we 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 understand it because we've been there yeah. We know how easy it can be to to get into that mode where you just don't want to get up cuz you're comfy. You're playing with your buddies, you're having a great gaming session. You're you and you're snacking, you're not eating. You know right. what I mean? It's it's chips and some quick little burger or something. You know what I mean? It's not a okay, you take a break and actually have a real meal or, you know, things like that. Don't you know, not not going out and exercising you know a few days a week doing doing something just even stretching it's it's crazy how important that is and you know i i don't want anyone to i this this is like one of those things you never want anyone to experience i would especially a gamer to lose your vision like this i mean will it come back maybe right now it's not and it's going to be a long time if it does and I would not want anyone to ever go through this in all honesty ever so well so let wow we've we've actually been talking for a long time just on that one question and i and I have a few others which is interesting, you know, so let me just ask you though, you know your background, you talked about your dad and and health and stuff. So are there, like, health issues that run in your family specifically or no? I
1: I actually don't know. Hmm. I, I had to ask my aunt on my mother's side what has been. And she she didn't really give me an answer of, like, mm-hmm. something that was... that I could piece together for myself. Um, the only thing that, is, that has... Come about on my mother's side mm. uh is high blood pressure, and my blood pressure is a tad high right now. um oh, really? And if okay. and it fluctuates, yeah, mm. it, it, you're supposed to be like um 120 over 80, and I'm I'm like 130 over 80 and change. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of above normal. Yeah, yeah. And it was higher before. I, I had a a, a doctor want me to track it and said, hey, you need to lose a little weight and track this. And if it doesn't go down, you know I'm going to put you on blood pressure medication. And to oh. me, that was like a death sentence. I was like, "Oh, there's no way I'm going to hop on blood pressure medication in my mid-30s. Oof. You know, so yeah, it, yeah. again, that that's one of those, that's one of those, <laughs> the down part of the roller coaster where I a have reminder. my moments where, yeah. yeah, it's a reminder. And I have my moments where, <laughs> You think you know what you... You think you tell yourself what you're doing isn't bad. Mm. And you tell yourself the way you are isn't terrible. And and then you believe it. And then, you know, you get a message like that from the doctor. So, uh how, blood pressure on my mother's side of the family is a thing, I think. Mm. Um But I actually don't know much of my health on my father's side of the family. Like, there's nothing that... It feels like everyone has like their own thing like mm-hmm. I have a cousin on my father's side that has something crazy like mm-hmm. i don't know fibromyalgia or something like that uh, but oh, she's wow. the only person I know on my father's side of the family that has that right uh um then there's then uh my his mother had mm-hmm. parkinson's you know and then mm-hmm. that she's the only person on my father's side of the family that i know had dealing with parkinson's Mm-hmm. then on my mother's side of the family my 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 grandmother her mom has dementia she's oh. the only one i know on, on my mother's side of the family mm-hmm. I, you know I, uh, yeah I, the, the only one, she, she's the only she's the one i know of who's old age that dealing with that's dealing with dementia you know um but but i do know that I, even though i don't know if there's something that runs in the family i think we all have like even down to my sister we all have like different health challenges um and it's and it's interesting because then it, it can kind of bring up the age old conversation of like you know environment versus what you inherited you know like nature versus nurture like what what is it that you're susceptible to because of your genetics and what is it you're susceptible to because of habits maybe that's been passed down. You know. Um mm-hmm. do you have I, I mean, I, I think I know partial answer, but with what you're dealing with, do you have anything that runs in the family?
0: Yeah, I actually do. So it's funny. I have an aunt who's diabetic that mm. has had the the retinopathy. Not as not this bad. Okay. But she's had it so so <laughs> We actually had a conversation recently and we were literally discussing and we were just having a, a laugh because we've had the exact same procedures. We're cracking up talking about, yeah, you know, with the injections. Yeah, the injections are kind of good because they're quick. You know, you don't have to sit there for like five minutes getting this laser shot in your eye and we're cracking up because we we totally understand each other's pain. It was, mm. it was hilarious. <laughs> and I have a few other family members, diabetes is definitely one thing that does run in my family Mm. that, that I do know diabetes. There's, there's a few cancers and a few other things, which after learning about, I've actually started to take a little more seriously Mm. in terms of health. So like I take a, especially for my, my cholesterol. So, you know, you how you have good and bad cholesterol. So the good cholesterol was low while the bad cholesterol was high. So mm. I'm actually taking a, a medication that has helped with that a whole lot. You mm. know? And I've changed the diet to incorporate things that'll help increase the good cholesterol while also lowering the bad cholesterol, which are within the confines of good diabetic eating as well. Nice. You know what I mean? Like, and it's, and yeah. it's interesting because a lot of it goes hand in hand. Usually, most healthy foods are healthy for everything. Yeah. You know yep. what I mean? Like yep. Not always, but I would say a good maybe in in from what I've researched about 90% of the foods that I eat that are for to keep my my diabetes in check also help with keeping everything else in check. It's like there's like a natural balance in it. You, you when you're eating well, when when you're eating these things that have all these vitamins that you need. Right. You, you know, especially you know, I've been eating a lot of vitamin K with the spinach and the things like romaine lettuce, leafy greens. And it's weird because that's that's supposed to help with eye, eye health. And I don't know if it's just too late at this point. <laughs> but, you know, the situation has just been going on. I mean, one eye has actually stopped bleeding, but that eye has scarring and other issues because of just the damage that's been done. So, you know, vision out of that one is still pretty bad. That's the one I'm going to get surgery on you know coming up, so we'll we'll see if that really does anything. We don't know, and then the other eye is just hasn't stopped bleeding, mm. and you know I just it's just weird, even the doctor's a little like you know he doesn't get like why why is it why is it that you know it really hasn't hasn't stopped and even i'm I'm confused too, I don't get it, but again humbling moments man humbling moments that remind you you're not invincible you know just and you know sometimes people view humbling moments as a negative but sometimes it's good to be reminded that we're we aren't we're fragile like and and that's hard for me to say because you know yeah. me, growing up
1: Taking drop kicks to the chest.
0: You know what I mean? Like I would say
1: we're fragile, yeah.
0: I would be able to hold five people in a star shape in a formation just on my thighs while I was (laughs) doing a horse dance. You you know what I mean? Now I can barely hold myself up (laughs) (laughs) on my legs, you know what I mean? It's it's and it's it's kinda sad, but at the same time. You know, it's a reminder that the body just, you know, you, you got to take care of it. And when you don't take care of it, just like, just like a car, bro. Don't take care of your car. See how long it lasts. Don't, right. take, don't take care of any type of machine. See how long it lasts. Here, I'll put it in a perspective for, for all us PC gamers. Don't dust your PC ever. <laughs> and see, see what how happens. long it lasts. I've had two PCs literally burn out on me. <laughs> just because of dust just because of dust and yeah. and and you guys you you everyone who's listening who has a pc who games knows exactly what i'm talking about unless you got like some amazing pc case that no dust gets inside your your pc and if you do that's amazing because even this new pc i have has crazy dust filters and i still got to clean this thing out cuz it you know, it does get a little hot when the dust builds up. You know, but don't take care of it. See if it runs the same. You know what yeah. I mean? That blue right. screen of death because your your PC is overheating because of because of dust. Because yep. it just needs to be cleaned. Right. Our bodies are are we are we we are, for all intended purposes, you know, living machines, more or less. I know that, that might rub some people the wrong way, but we have systems that need to be maintained and taken care of. And they're foods. And it's crazy because the food, the food that's grown, these are nat- this is like natural food. It's like this this it's almost like it was made this way. You know what I mean? Qu- quote, yeah. you know, wink wink. Right. Yep. You know, these all these like vegetables. if it was
1: intelligent designer behind it or something. Right. You know? Yeah that yeah.
0: that oh these this vegetation is actually good for us to eat you you know what I mean, and man we've been i'm just i'm just gonna this is this is actually a really good discussion, and I had a bunch of questions lined up I'm only going to really ask just one more you know for us to discuss and that's the one you know what what was it was there any significant change that you had to make? With your diet, and why did you make that change? Was that one of the questions? Am I just... Am I going? All uh, it is now.
1: It is now. I mean, it. it I think. I think you wanted to ask, like, uh it, have you made any like changes in your lifestyle in the last ten years? I go. guess that was major. That's and, the one. And, yeah, and <laughs> and I think the biggest change I made. Mm that was in the last 10 years was during was during COVID during uh, from
0: mm.
1: May to I think May of 2020. So mm. February, the world shut down. Yeah. And yes. and over in the US anyway. And um, I was sitting on a book for a year that I kind of kind of half assed I, I I had bought it. Read it, and it was just one of those things. Like it was like watching my father read the books from back in the day. It was like this thing just seems eh, kind of a little extreme. It's mm. it makes me. It's telling me to stop eating bread. It's telling me to stop eating uh, mm. eggplants. It's telling me to stop eating this and that. And and like, and I said to myself, you know, I can maybe just do half of this stuff and be okay. And nothing changed. Mm. And nothing changed. And I forgot about the book. And and now COVID hit. And in high school, at my healthiest in high school, I was about 180 to 200 pounds playing basketball every day. Mm. So I, I, I remember what it was like to run around and feel Same. good at 180, 200 pounds, right?
0: Same. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Enter 2020 and... Um, two hundred and sixty-five pounds, mm. and weird thing weird thing starts going on with me, like mm. like heart palpitations, just sitting around not doing anything, oh, um, man. and, and certain weird. body aches started going on, and like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it, it, it's it, it's just jarring. Yeah, it, it's it's again, it's it's the reminder of like. Mm. Mm you're doing something a certain way for so long and now your mm-hmm. body's fed up with it. It, it was dealing with it.
0: Mm-hmm. You know, it was
1: yes. never healthy from, to begin with. Just because we got away with it when we were young doesn't didn't mean that it was healthy then. Yes, that's it, a
0: great... Yeah, absolutely. Right?
1: It, it's the, Our body dealt with it. It, it. In spite of us being... Right. You know, dumb in our decisions. It dealt with it anyway. And it got to a point where it just got fed up with dealing with it. And it starts talking back to us. And it starts giving us attitude, our bodies. It's
0: like, yeah, and not today.
1: It, right. <laughs> exactly. It's like, what do you
0: mean not today? Move.
1: <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Exactly right. So I revisited this book. And I said, you know, if I'm really going to take this serious, let me just follow this book verbatim. And I ended up losing like 40 pounds. Um yeah, yeah. Um yeah, 30 or 40 pounds before the year was up, before twelve months had even passed. I, mm-hmm. I I did I did uh daily walks and I did the changing of the food and I took it seriously. I didn't have acid and I changed mm-hmm. it and I've kept off the pounds ever since then. So it's now you know twenty twenty the end of the the very, very tippy tippy end of twenty twenty two and I still kept the weight off. I, I've been hovering around mm-hmm. two thirty five. 240 i go up and down from 235 to 240 that's still Um,
0: amazing that you were able to lose so much weight
1: and yeah thank you i i I thought it was amazing i didn't think i could do it because one of the other things that you learn is that maybe certain actions worked to undo some of the nonsense like Mm -hmm. you know hey I drank all night. Let me just take this nap. (laughs) And you realize that taking a nap doesn't help anymore. It's like, Uh, oh, damn, maybe I should not drink as much. You know, like those kind of adjustments. So I Mm. I found myself like where I would just say, "Eh, I'll just lose this thing. I'll just do more of this. I'll just go to the gym more. And then it's like, well, you were kind of doing the same stuff over and over again. And your body kind of Mm. got used to it and it doesn't do anything anymore. So... I didn't think I could lose that much weight because I had tried to lose weight like that before, right. but I was doing the same thing. So right. I kind of just went with it just to see what would happen, not really thinking I would lose that much. So, right, right. Uh, so I actually probably should, because then uh, I wise I. I wisdom uh visited me and had a conversation with me and 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 convinced me to to go see a doctor again just for regular checkups to not let us you know don't let 15 years go by before right. you see a doctor when the only time you see a doctor is if you have appendicitis oh. you know like don't, don't wait for that long just go and and get and be proactive don't be reactive about your health so it was again one of those lessons that I learned being hard-headed not because I was so good at decision making for my health you know Uh, and so i feel like in the last 10 it the really the most important decision was only really in the last two years of the past 10 years wow Uh, and i'm just fortunate that that i've gotten to this point but i still have more work to do because that that good old doctor visit he told me i have to lose a couple more inches around my waist because i'm still in a not so good weight area for me and um yeah, and, and he gave me inches. How many inches my I, I should be around my stomach, and I'm I have to lose like six, seven inches, then versus what I have right now. He says otherwise, everything else is fine. But if you you know, it's kind of like if you don't pay attention to this one part, it kind of doesn't matter that everything is fine because everything else is going to start adjusting if you keep if you stay oh, there. So okay. I need another. Yeah, I, yeah, I need another like. Push to lose like another. Th- I think I should probably be back at two hundred where I was in high school. Two hundred, two ten, maybe even not two thirty five. I I think I should I should lose some more. Yeah, yeah. But uh, tell us about you because I know you touched on it a lot now in our conversation about like the changes you've had to make. Um, and uh, you gave a ten year window. So what what's what's yeah, your
0: well literally what's been your journey? So so my journey is is kind of similar. I did. I half-assed a lot of my dieting. I half-assed a lot of the exercise, thinking it was enough. Mm. It, was, it was a lot of the same thing. You think it's enough mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. you're doing something. You're seeing right. some results. Right. You know what I mean? I was doing yep. the, the diet supplements. I was, I was eating a little healthier. You know what I mean? Yes. And I was exercising. So I was like, all right. But, but for me, I never stuck with it. I never stuck with it. I kept going. You know, I would do my I would do a fast at the beginning of the year where I would eat only vegetables. I would lose mad weight. I would feel great. And then for the rest of the year, I just ate crap. You know? I just I remember the day, the day after my fast, I would usually have like like White Castle or something. Like it was totally horrible. You you know what I mean? Like <laughs> Yes. It, it was just terrible. And really really the the number one turning point was it was last year when when I when I had that episode then I was hospitalized and you know almost didn't make it. Like if mm-hmm. if that if that doesn't wake anyone up, what will? You you know what I mean? So since then I have completely changed my diet. I eat zero rice. I eat no bread. Well the bread intake is very low compared to what I used to do. And if I do eat mm. bread, it's whole wheat or I'll have it maybe once in a month on a sandwich. Nice. You, you know nice. what I mean? Yep. No rice. No, there has been, I might've had rice once last month because a friend of mine was going out. We went to a Mexican restaurant and they have this amazing burrito, which has chorizo and all this good stuff. You know, it has rice hey. in it. I had <laughs> it. But because my sugars were, were so well-maintained it didn't spike my blood sugar.
1: What?
0: Yeah, my blood sugar stayed under 140. Nice. Which, when eating rice, is a big thing, because I've seen how rice spikes my sugar like crazy. Mm. Stayed away from that. Huge plate of vegetables with every meal. You know, snacking on walnuts and almonds instead of just junk. You know, nice. very very yeah. limited junk food intake. Even though, like I said, the the last few weeks though we've been partying. You know, I we've been e- but even when I order takeout, I try to get the more vegetarian oriented dishes. You know, we'll get Chinese food. I'll only eat like the beef and broccoli. That's it. You know what I mean. I'm not having a huge thing of rice right. on top of it. You know, I might have a negro. Yep. Gotcha. But you know, some days, you know, sometimes instead of a roll, I'll have you know fried wonton instead. You know what I mean? And right. keeping keeping it to a minimal in terms of junk, it's important. You know, the other day I actually did have, we actually did order white cows, which is funny. I, I hear I heard my wife snickering when when she heard me mention it. And I had, I had a, a couple burgers, and my sugar did go up. Almost to it went above one forty. And I was like, oh man, I, I need to take it easy. So the next day I literally just had eggs and, and lettuce pretty much for the nice. whole day. <laughs> nice. You know what and I, mean? I bet like, you
1: that worked, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. You know, keeping yeah. that carb intake low, but also keeping not just eating stuff to replace the carbs, eating healthier foods. You know? Nice. Like having having green beans and broccoli. Instead of macaroni and cheese. You, you get what I mean? Like it's a huge, yep. it's a huge change. It It's not easy. Right. It's not easy. It takes, it takes getting used to because you find sometimes you're still hungry because you're used to eating so much junk. Also drinking a lot of water. I drink, well, I try to drink up to a gallon of water a day. I literally measure it out. Nice. And I have this cup that is, that is a quart. Or is it a, a, quart, a quart of a gallon? And I try to get four of those cups per day. Some days I do a little more. Some days I don't make it. But that's the goal most of the time. You nice. know what I mean? That, that yeah, makes that's a good. huge difference. Yeah, that's good. Drinking that much water and nothing else. I don't drink no juice. I might have a cup of diet soda once a week. You know what I mean? That's it. Yeah, nice. And that's it.
1: That's a huge change, based on what you were telling us at the beginning, where you were doing two liter, <laughs> two, lit- two liter, Pepsis, you know, by yourself,
0: chugging them, thinking, huh. thinking I was a man, <laughs> chugging them down, like, yeah, you can't do this, you know, because I mean? remember, I
1: and remember, yeah, I was with you because yeah. I was drinking a Pepsi with you.
0: Yes, you were. Yes, you were, because cause that was it. You would pour and a little, like,
1: and then you do the rest of the bottle for yourself.
0: Right, I would pour you the cup, <laughs> and i drink the rest. That's right.
1: Yeah, <laughs> that's when I, I would visit. visit. Yeah, 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 when like, I was hey, there.
0: would bro, share with me, and we, would do, yeah. we would do a salute. But I yeah, would drink the we whole have, bottle. Absolutely. <laughs> and I would chug it, though. <laughs> yeah. I would chug the whole thing down and was like, you know, because that's how I used to drink beer, because... You know, I quit drinking beer when I was when I was a lot younger too. It's a good thing too because I could just imagine how crazy my sugars would be with how undisciplined I was with Mm. my health at the time. Mm. And yeah, you know, so those those are really the changes. Oh, also a lot of fish, a lot of fish. That's good. Good fats. Yeah. That's good fats. Yeah. Eating a lot. Omegas. Even my my doctor was a little impressed because my A one C was back down to five point six from. It was 13. Oh, damn. Which is, like, horrible. Like, you, you know what I mean? That's that's a hard... Anything above, I think, 7 is bad. Once you go, like, 7 to 8 is... is like, 7 is the danger zone. You don't want to get it above 7. After that, because it usually just goes downhill from there. Yeah, mine was 13. It was horrible. I wasn't taking care of myself. I just wasn't... I was not taking care of myself. And it's a bad example. I was setting a bad example, you know, thinking I could just eat whatever, letting you—you mm. you, you know what I mean? Yeah. And it's interesting because now even my kids are starting to see it, because I know my son, especially, you know, Bumble, he's—he's been—he's been on the show <laughs> once. He actually changed his diet, and has been really, you know, Ooh, even though, serious. That's even great. He—he's he, got a little—he's got a little jiggle going on, you know. He's been. But he's he he still tries to keep it. He, he understands. Because he actually, he gained a lot of weight for a while and actually lost it, which was good. Nice. Okay, you know, good. He, he actually saw, he was very strict with, with what he was eating. And, you know, keeping it in check, you know, you slack off every now and then. But he does understand, and I'm glad he does. My daughters kind of see it too. So, you know, my youngest son, he's he's starting to get into that invincible stage. So he's just like a little, uh, a little rock <laughs> that like stuff just bounces off. Oh, there it is. <laughs> you know what I mean? So hopefully he takes, he takes the lessons, you know, and it's funny too, because now I'm like, so into it. Sometimes I think my kids get annoyed that I just <laughs> want that. That I want them to eat. You know what I mean? Like yeah, just yeah. eat and eat right. But I know what it is. I know what it is to not eat right. And, and let me tell you, in the hospital, eating, eating helped my body heal. I know that. I've seen mm. it because when I was in the hospital, there was a point that I didn't even want to eat. And I've never felt that way. Mm. That, was, that was the first, I remember that was the first night I actually had zero. And this is, and, and I've never been to that stage that I just didn't want to eat anything. And that was because, you know, things, things, things took a turn for the worse at that point. Right. The, infection, the infection wasn't going away, and my skin started to necrotize. And, you know, that was, that was the night of the first. And I still didn't... And, and it was crazy because I didn't have an appetite for a good, a good two days. But then I remember when my appetite came back. It was such a weird... It's so it's so hard to explain. It was almost euphoric, like I felt hungry, and I wanted to eat, and I was like relieved. I was like, "Oh my god, I want." Relieved to- that that
1: your appetite came back, or yeah. relieved that you were eating. Mm.
0: Both. Nice. Like I was eating like like a piece of fish and some veggies, and it was absolutely delicious. <laughs> it was so good. I but I have I didn't I haven't eaten. You know, I had surgeries that. That one day, yeah, I remember it was a Friday. It was a Friday. I had the surgery Friday. That was that was the one we didn't know if I was. I honestly didn't know if I was going to come back from that one. Mm. I had no idea, you know. But you know, I woke up. I was like, okay, I made it. And I still didn't have an appetite. I was like, all right, you know. Then they did they did heavy antibiotics, heavy antibiotics. They did another surgery that Monday, and then that night. I was hungry. I was famished. My things just started kicking in. Oh, man. And I, I was relieved because I was so worried about the lack of eating because I've never felt, I've never experienced that. Mm. Where my body just did not want to eat. It wasn't right. that I was queasy, nothing. I just had no desire at all to eat anything. And it felt, it was weird. Like you knew something was wrong. You, you, I knew it. I was like, yo, something is not right with this. You know what I mean? And yeah. And, and as I ate, I felt, you know, I understood the importance of actually eating. Because I even asked the doctor, I said, listen. Because it's interesting. At that time, I started researching about food and the healing process. And you know, I really picked the doctor's brains there and said, listen, today I had pancakes with a... Uh, what a sugar-free syrup is this good the doctor literally said right now your body needs to heal and it needs food to do so that's why that's why we are giving you we're not giving you an absolutely carb free diet mm. you I needed some carbs so they nice. were giving me food because I noticed that I said wait why am I getting food with carbs I'm diabetic uh are you guys seeing the diabetic meal you you know what I mean and yeah yeah, yeah. And they did, but but they explained it to me. You know, you, you your body has been through a lot of trauma, and you need to really heal, and you need you need certain things to heal. Wild man, it's just the way the body works is crazy. The way the body works is crazy, and yeah, you know. But I I really enjoyed this. I I always wanted to. You know, we've had these discussions a lot. We've had these discussions a lot. It's going to be the beginning of a new year. 2023 will be upon us very shortly. By the time of this release, 2023, you know, God willing, there isn't an apocalypse anytime soon, will be <laughs> upon us. <laughs> <laughs> it will be upon us. And I know a lot of people, you know, have New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. And I said, you know what let's let's do let's do one about health. I mean, this may be an ongoing series. I don't know, depending on, you know, the the feedback and I guess, what's the word? The reaction to it. I know a few others have expressed interest, so we might do a few other episodes. Maybe even a panel. I don't know. You know, like, because health is important, you know? And as gamers, I don't think we really talk about it. You know, game. you're, you're probably one of the few, and actually uh, the real Death by Cows who has also been on the show. We've The three of us have had interesting discussions about health and such that just mm-hmm. come out of nowhere. Because we've, we've all dealt with stuff, which I think is interesting. Because you really, I guess you really don't talk about it if you don't need to. But why wait till you need to? Mm. You, you know what I mean? Why wait till that moment where you have to talk about it because of a, a traumatic experience your body has gone through? You, you know what I mean? I yeah. rather, like, yeah, you know, do do a couple changes now. Now, there's no time like the present. I agree. There's, there's no there's no time. If you feel like doing some changes, just do it. It will be difficult. It will be hard. But I know for a fact if this fat if this fat 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 sexy bearded guy can do it, and Seth <laughs> Seth isn't a fat guy, but he is a sexy guy. You know. And I and and you. What's interesting is that you lost so much weight, and yet I always thought you were doing good with your your diet and stuff. Because I know about the dieting that you did, mm. but but you were still able. But even then, you were able to to cut the pounds. And and even if the doctor's saying you need to cut off like another good like thirty or so pounds, I believe you can do it. I I know I know you can do it. I know it. We all. Hey, can.
1: my man. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. I think if we, I think if, if, if knowing your point of view mm. and knowing how you didn't care before and then seeing the changes you made now, that's definitely a testimony that you can do it. Anyone can do it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Word. So, you know, don't, you're listening and, you know, maybe, maybe you thought to yourself, everything is good. Hey, if, if you're doing everything well and good, that's amazing. You know what I mean? But, you know, you're listening and you're hearing it. If you feel like you want to make a change, there's nothing wrong with that either. You know, health is important. It'll listen. You'll game longer. You know, it'll help certain foods actually increase your mental stamina. You'll be able to make better decisions. Your hand-eye coordination will improve. You know what I mean? That's true. That's true. This was this was really amazing. We went way over the time that I thought, but I think this was a very very good productive discussion. Agreed. With you, uh, Avante. Thank you. I want to thank you very much for being a part of this again. You yeah. Know, thank you for the invite, sir. Yes. This was this was very good. So you know, keep stay tuned. You know, there's there's some more stuff coming down the pipe, and with that, you know, let's just wrap up and say. You know, Jesus loves you. You are awesome. And ganadora.